What's going on, everybody? I'm Johnny Brook from Crafted Workshop. Welcome back to episode number 44 of the Crafted Podcast. Podcast all about making stuff by hand, woodworking, metalworking, leather, electronics, and more. We put out new episodes every Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. Also, I realize some of the Stitcher and Google Play people have not been getting the podcast since we switched over our hosting, so that should all be corrected now. Uh, thank you to some of the people who've reached out on Instagram. Hopefully you are hearing this. Uh, we also live stream every Wednesday night uh, on our new YouTube channel if you want to catch us over there. You can go ahead and get subscribed. Just search for Crafted Podcast. That way you'll get a notification every time we go live and you can chat with us live get your questions answered all that kind of stuff we are also on social media at crafted podcast uh, we've got instagram twitter and facebook accounts that's another great way to ask us questions you can also tag us in your projects uh, especially on instagram that's a great way to interact with us and we also have a couple new patrons we actually have a new top patron to go along with justin from make build modify we've got master of none so thank you so much for the support there we have added a 250 dollars goal for a weekend show so we are inching closer and closer to that goal i think we'll be there in the next couple weeks that way you'll get another extra show every week that'll be for everybody not just patrons so that should be pretty fun but uh, let's go ahead and introduce the other co-hosts first i've got james wright from wood by right what's going on james Oh, I am so thankful to be here. Thank you so much for having me once again. <laughs> I've got Zach Rolls from ZH Fabrications. What's going on, Zach? Hey, just uh, eat <laughs> mid, the patty mid melt burrito some salad. What's yeah. that? Mid burrito. It looks like no. It's a it's like a patty a melt. sandwich. We're nice. like it's our equivalent to like the fourteenth of the month right now. So the grocery store didn't really happen. That's fine. So we have like hamburger and like smashed mushy bread but it actually tastes really good whatever's like left when you, in when the you don't have buns mm -hmm. zach sure snacks are else. failing today yes yes it, it it looks like a fail but it's actually it tastes pretty good so good, good thing i didn't it. get the jingle that would have been a disappointing <laughs> first week <laughs> yeah. nice well cool well uh what you guys been working on i guess james you want to kick us off yeah, I actually uh, just this morning finished the bench. It is completely done. At least everything I'm intending to do on it right now. But uh, <laughs> I got the the last two leg vices on it, and I am in love with it. I've been playing around with the... Uh, I, I put two leg vices on there because I wanted to experiment between the two. I have a, a traditional wooden screw with a pin board at the bottom, and then I have a Hovarter. Um, it's it's uh, has a next uh, um, brace underneath it. But rather than having a screw, it's a smooth shaft, so the thing slides in and out, and it has a clutch. So the moment you start to crank it, then it tightens down on it. And it is the fastest, smoothest thing in the world, and I am I'm in love with it. Is that Lynn Hovard, or is that the guy who came up with that vice? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, I've seen... Dude, he has some really cool stuff. He, he's, a, he's a smart vice maker, for sure. It, uh, that's nice, man. That's awesome. And it, it's, it's great quality. It's fast, it's smooth, and I'm, I'm in love with it. So I'm kind of interested to see which I play more with the, the the fast, smooth, quick one, or the traditional, really nice. Um, you know, it's just it's something that feels great with a wooden screw. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And James is the king of adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mister Superlative. That's what they called me in high school because I, I always say everything is like the best or my favorite or the absolute most amazing thing ever and. James definitely has that quality as well. Very, very excited Waiting. about his stuff. I, I would love to hear, like, I think it would be funny if somebody had too much time. They could just 
take sound clips of you describing things and like <laughs> put them completely out of context, like the subject, <laughs> like it would be hilarious. But how I many know. times I say, Oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have my own, my, uh, every, everybody's got something. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Everybody has got their, their, their things they lean on. It's uh I say, you know, and I start a lot of sentences with so. Uh, I do the so you, thing. I, I yeah. do that so much. <laughs> I, I have had to actively stop doing it. Even on, in my written voiceover, I do that. So I've, like, I've had to actively stop starting sentences with. So then, you know, because, I mean, it's a great way to, to do transitions when you're speaking. But for writing, it's totally wrong. So what else have you been working on, James? Uh, well, I actually uh, did a video on jointing boards. Um, had a lot of people asking me about uh, actually doing it without a jointer and yeah. going through the, some of the different ways of doing it. Um, and I, with I the have table to saw. What's that? With the table saw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the table saw. <laughs> I actually had people. You know, how do I joint boards? And I don't even have a jointer plane. Nice. I'm like, well, you can do it with a number four. So here's how. Yeah, that's awesome. That that I anticipate being popular. The one I'm really looking forward to, I just finished shooting today, and it will be out. If you're watching, listening to this on podcast, it is already out, um, and it's how to sharpen a chisel. Um, you know, like the, the basic hand tool video, uh, you know, it's the first skill that anyone has to learn when working on hand tools, and uh, I think it's about time I finally put that video out. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch that because, I, you know, I was going to try to kind of you know, pick your brain about your sharpening system. We were in Oklahoma and actually see this stuff in person, but we were kind of so busy that, or you had your, uh, your crew of, of hand tool junkies, yes. like just hanging around, man, like your disciples. Uh, so I couldn't get a, a word in edgewise, but yeah, I'm excited to see that. Cause I, I really need a, a, a better system. I think it's, uh, yeah. Well, the, the other cool thing about that video is I, I just purchased a, a GH five, and uh, so this will be the first video I'm doing multiple camera views. So I'm, I, I'm not terribly happy with it, but it's because it's something I'm still learning the, the skill of editing two different directions coming in and talking to two different cameras. And I, but I'm loving the way it's going. It's making the video far more watchable and um, I'm interested to see what it does. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's on my upgrade list. You've, you've kind of, made me start jonesing for it a lot harder now that oh, you have it. Oh, it's so stinking nice. Yeah, you're you're really selling it. So I'm I'm basically <laughs> thinking I could just sell a handful of like duplicative tools or tools that I don't use that much and yeah. and basically fund that fairly easily. So hey, anyone want to buy your other bench? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I could sell the Rubo, that would be uh <laughs> Yeah, if anybody in the Asheville area is needing a workbench, hit me up because I've got two and I don't need to. So, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Nice. Well, what else? What's you that thing shooting? Oh, like that's six K or something. The photos are sixty. That's insane. Six K. Well, you you can you can shoot in six K, but it is the it's an odd aspect ratio because it's using the full the sensor. Hmm. Pretty soon, you guys are just gonna like go straight to IMAX, <laughs> to build videos like three D. You'll be able to like put on those those uh oculus rift glasses and just walk around your shop and watch you do stuff in real time i don't want to do that then i have to clean the entire shop that's, <laughs> that's the theory of the camera's pointing <laughs> yeah i really don't see the whole 3d thing because i remember 
Uh, it was probably a little over a year ago. It like really got hot for a second, and like Bob did a 3D shop tour, and a couple yeah. other people did them. And I was like, "This I is so stupid." Cardboard. Yeah, like this is so. This is such a gimmick because the resolution is not there because of our, you know, the the, the data for that kind of stuff is crazy. So, anyway, this is not a camera podcast, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Zach, are you uh, you snacking, or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. I'll try and time my chewing better next time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so I put out the plywood sofa build today, uh, which Wednesday. Isn't that so a bench? Yeah, I know, man. That was uh, anybody who's on Reddit. Uh, I posted on Reddit, and it like sparked this ridiculous debate whether it's a bench or a sofa, and whether to be a sofa it has to have armrests, or if it's you know got cushions, then it's a sofa, and like. Just absolutely ridiculous. Like, who cares? It's a seat. Just, you know, I just put sofa because that's a better search term than bench. So it's uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. And Benueta has like four plywood sofas or, you know, other various sofas with no armrests. So I'm blaming him. So anyway, happy with the way that came out. Uh, first time ever doing upholstery. And it, it was way easier than I thought it was going to be, honestly. I, uh, I, I knocked those cushions out in like less than a day. So uh, it went really quickly. And, um, you know, I used a fabric with a pattern, which made it even more difficult. Uh, but I still managed to keep it, you know, fairly straight. And yeah, it, it worked out well. So happy. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, happy with the way that came out. Uh, it was a pretty quick one. And I did only use like really basic power tools. So that was, that was uh, different for me. It was a, a royal pain, honestly, but, um, you know, hopefully my goal was to illustrate to people that you don't need this like ridiculous, you know, super fancy workshop to be able to build stuff, especially something like that, like super simple, you know, one sheet, one sheet of plywood. Uh, so that was, that was kind of my goal. And, uh, it was funny though, off camera, I did have to use my bandsaw to cut some of the foam. Cause that electric like knife that, you know, carving knife I used totally broke. Like the motor just completely burnt up and broke like halfway through doing the cushion. So I had to, it was crazy. I had to take all the guards off of my bandsaw, all the guides to be able to like crazy tilt the table up to be able to cut those kind of bevels on it to make the cushions kind of flow over nicely, oh, yeah. but it worked really well. So if you have a bandsaw and you want to build something like that, definitely recommend uh, it, it cut through that foam like nothing and left a really, really clean surface finish. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely cool stuff. Yeah. Guy in the live chat mentions it's a love seat and yes, it totally is a love seat, but then a love seat is a sofa. Really? It's just a small sofa. So I, don't I think know. it's a couch. Yeah, leave your comments on my YouTube video. It'll be uh, it'll be good. <laughs> it's so. a party going on over there. <laughs> I know. Well, and now like you know, me squatting in my videos has become a thing because I guess I do that a lot during the intro and outro. Like I squat next oh, to yes. piece. It's just it's getting out of hand. It's it's kind of funny, but I I, I want to leverage that. Like I'm about to hit a hundred thousand subscribers, and I kind of want to do like a do your best Johnny Brooks squat and either video it or take a picture and like submit that as your entry. And, uh, did, yeah, did you something? Did you see, uh, 
like on the red desk build that I put out a few weeks ago, I put it on Instagram and somebody said, hashtag Johnny Brooks plot. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Was, I, did, uh... I never even thought of it. And oh, and dude, I saw that hashtag hilarious. and I was like, oh my God, like it, I totally understand exactly what he's saying. That was the first yeah. time it occurred to me. But, well, yeah. it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I use, you know, a prime lens that's pretty well zoomed in. And so to be able to get myself and the piece in frame, usually it ends up with me just squatting. So I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just kind of funny, but yeah, uh, I do a lot of bending over the bench to get in the frame, but because oh, yeah. behind a bench, you can't see it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, you kind of got to contort yourself, yeah. especially, especially cause you want like a good angle of whatever piece you're working on. You know, like furniture, I think it looks best when it's kind of filmed or photographed from kind of like your waist height. Uh, you kind of get that better perspective, uh, rather than like super high. So Anyway, yeah, worked on, uh, got the sofa finished up, and it's kind of nice. I'm taking next week. I'm not putting out a video next week. Um, I do need to do one for the Make Magazine channel, but I'm probably going to do something quick for that. And I'm just going to take a couple days and clean up the shop. I've had like a ridiculous amount of spiders in my shop, which terrify me. I absolutely hate spiders, and there are these enormous like two-and-a-half-inch long spiders that have these crazy googly eyes that like go out from their head like half an inch it's they're super creepy and incredibly fast and they just pop out while i'm like going to grab something from a drawer or you know it you just never know where they're gonna be so um you don't have snakes in your shop did i tell you about that no i don't know if i ever i don't know if i ever said that on the podcast this was like probably three months after i moved here I'm out in the shop, like, doing my thing. It's late at night, and uh, I just see something out of the corner of my eye. And I look over, and it's this giant black snake. And I have, like, no... I'm not, like... I don't don't have any hang-ups or, like, phobias with snakes. I've just... Where I grew up, we didn't really have them, so I know nothing about them. I'm like, I don't know if this one's cool, or if it bites me and I die, or... uh, I have no idea, so... I like like a little girl jumped on top of my workbench and it's it was funny it just slithered right out of the shop like casually it's like oh sorry man he, he left I took a picture of it I guess it's called a uh, black runner or black racer or oh, something yeah. those they're, are totally they're, totally they're harmless fine. yeah yep I guess he actually won them because they chase off yes bad snakes but yeah. yeah it was absolutely terrifying I mean that's one thing you don't want to see when you're <laughs> when you're no. mid project. That's the that's the downfall of a garage shop is you kind of get everything that's outside inevitably in your shop because, you know, if you leave your garage doors open for any amount of time, they're going to get in there. So it's uh, it, it's spiders, crickets. I had this cricket underneath this under underneath that pile of walnut I have. And, you know, I can't get to him, but he's just there chirping away. Can't shoot I'm, any video. Dude. Yeah. I'm trying to do my intro outro and I'm like. But this is ridiculous. Like, this is like a soundtrack, you know? It's like, it, yeah, so that's uh, uh, one of those things. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Chad from Mancrafting. He gave me a bunch of good feedback on what type of pest control stuff I should use. So uh, that's that's his day job, I guess. So anyway, enough about bugs. Um, yeah, so that's most of what I'm going to be working on. Kind of nice to have a couple days to kind of get things regrouped and charged back up so yeah so the main topic this week is one that the guys on making it did a while ago 
And I think we all thought it was really a cool idea. Basically, they each came up with a project idea for the other co-host that would kind of challenge them and put them out of their comfort zone. But theirs was very theoretical, and I don't think any of them actually built any of the projects that they kind of challenged each other to. So I think we thought that maybe we would actually try to build some of this stuff. And I think that depends, you know, obviously within reason, but uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun. So who wants to? Yeah, that's a great idea. I I didn't, uh, I I didn't get a go yet though. I was busy chewing last opportunity. Oh geez. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I skipped you over because you were chewing. We can just Out of our normal order. I'll just segue back to uh the show topic with us uh with us so um in a few minutes and <laughs> yes, nobody will exactly. know what happened exactly uh, That's hilarious. yeah so it's it's been crazy for me obviously but uh um finally like caught up so today i think i said it earlier in the podcast but put out the uh put out a little video that's just kind of a shop update and kind of what's coming up as well as some of the the clips from um from the Nashville trip, which has some uh, awesome bull riding by uh, Johnny and I in there. I don't know <laughs> if you caught that part yet. Awesomely bad. <laughs> it's like the best bull riders in the world. It cuts to yeah. a mechanical bull. <laughs> I think I was the first person on the bull. And you then, were. Like, my first ride, I just, he like started it and I immediately just started like leaning off of it. Like I was, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was totally. that was that was so much fun though. That whole that whole trip was great. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, but so yeah, I've been trying to, and if you guys have seen that video, I think I'd bring it up there. But I'm I'm trying to do some smaller. Nashville is good because I got I got to pick everybody's brain and and try and kind of regroup, which happens. I think at all of these events, that's the most valuable thing is you just get to talk to each other and. It's refreshing. You get all these new ideas and, and new directions, and you're inspired to to you know make yourself a, a better uh, not only maker but you know better for your audience and, and all of that. So I was kind of came to the conclusion that well, I need to squeeze in some smaller builds and put out more regular content on YouTube. So I mean, I have plenty of big builds to keep me busy uh, indefinitely, but I'm going to try and squeeze in some one or two day builds. That way, I can get video out like every. Every week to two weeks, I don't really want to go beyond that. I was checking a little bit ago, and I think a few videos ago, there's like a month and a half. There's like six weeks between videos, so <laughs> yeah, it's like that's 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 pretty bad. I can do better than that, so <laughs> I'm just gonna have to squeeze in some smaller builds, which are fun. I, I it's it's good to mix it up. So I'm doing a um, a forged coat hanger. I don't really know. I don't know what I'm going to, it's really, I think it's turning out really cool, but I don't, I'm reluctant to call it a coat hanger because I feel like that's not a very coat rack. Yeah. But even just coat, but it's like, you can hang so much more than coats on it. You know, you can put your keys on it. You can put, uh, yeah, pretty much just your keys or your coat. That's, that's it. (laughs) But so much stuff. Yeah. You're so many things. Yeah. Cats. Rubber bands, <laughs> yes. Octopi. Anything round, yeah. I I don't know. Um, so if anybody like... has a suggestion for like a more uh, encompassing term for that, that that might be more interesting. Because I feel like if I saw it's a cool build, but I feel like if I saw a video that said coat rack, I'd be like, eh. So yeah, um, thing of a jig hanger. Yeah, something something intriguing. Uh, 
but uh, that I'm I'm in talks right now with Harley Davidson for some some stuff uh, that uh, I think I was I talked about a while back on the podcast. Um, so hopefully that'll be coming up, and uh, yeah, a couple other couple other big builds planned. But um, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. Nice, cool. So um, <laughs> show topic. <laughs> yeah, who wants to go first? I I, I think. You know, I think, you know, each of us each do one and go around. We could. Yeah, we could do each person could like do the top or do. I'll give one to Zach. Zach, give one to you. You give one to me and then we'll turn around and go the other direction. That works for me. Go for it, man. Let's kick it off. Well, Zach, I have yours was actually the easy one to figure out. (laughs) And uh, uh, well, let me just give you the overview of what I kind of imagined using only scraps in your shop build a sculpture with one dimension of at least two foot in, uh, in, in height or width or whatever. Uh, I like that. And just kind of make something, you know, I don't, I don't care whether it's, you know, abstract or physical or whatnot, but just a, an art piece, something that has no particular use. Huh? Yeah. I think that's a great one, man. Cause I, I, think... I think, I think that's one of the, one of the things that we all have is we all build things that are very functional. Totally. And it's, it's kind of interesting to build something that has no function other than aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it's like that. when I've... Kevin was on a couple of weeks ago, I mean, like that would totally be right in your wheelhouse, you know, and I would no, love yeah, to yeah. see your take on that kind of thing. That's actually like, that's kind of how I started. I mean, I don't have any videos on the stuff that I started, but, um, Initially, when I got my welder, you know, it was to to do motorcycle stuff in my garage. But then I started building, like, kind of more sculptural pieces and, like, some lights and lighting. And and then that took off and everybody wanted lights. So I kind of got more – that kind of pushed me more into, like, okay, what will people buy? Like, what's practical? So I got more into lighting and furniture and stuff. But initially, I was really intrigued by sculpture, and I still am. It's just uh, I know that building – furniture and commission pieces pays the bills. I don't know about sculpture yet, but I um, would really, that's something that's been on my list. So I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Like I, I'm yeah. kind of excited that you brought that up. I wonder if it's something you could build and then offer it to your audience and say, you know, who wants to buy it? Maybe. All I know is that last time I tried a giveaway, I almost got murdered. <laughs> well, a lot of, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff is just building a client base for you know i mean i think kevin does really well i know a guy down in blairsville georgia that makes basically nothing but like kinetic sculptures and you know really crazy out there uh, metal art and he, i mean he does really well for himself and mm-hmm. you know there's, there's a guy guy just down the road from me who makes uh um, lawn sculptures from the junkyard and has his living yeah i mean it's one of those things that i would actually maybe buy you know because Again, I'm probably not going to build it, but I, I love the way some of that stuff looks, like in, you know, in your yard or uh, that kind of thing. It's it's uh, it's really cool. So you might be surprised. It, uh, it'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it is one of those things that I mean, because I everywhere I go, like I take pictures of everything, and uh, maybe like once every six months, I'll just sit and scroll through my phone, and half of them, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like I just doesn't even make sense but i have a lot of pictures of like sculptural pieces with if i go to like a gallery and stuff and 
I don't know if anybody buys that stuff. I'm sure they do, but sometimes the price on them is just oh, it's crazy, insane. Yeah, there is a, a pyramid. It's just literally like three chunks of like I don't know three sixteenths, well maybe quarter inch uh, plate, just like a weird obelisk pyramid thing that was like four feet high, and it was like six thousand dollars. <laughs> Like that's literally you can put whatever price tag on it you want because yeah. it's not about labor plus materials. It's it's art. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to knock it. I think that some of that stuff is really cool. I mean, I can I can even that even that uh, thing that I'm talking about. It was really cool to look at, and like I don't mean to take away from from the artist or anything, but uh, I I would have a hard time. I wouldn't have the confidence to price my stuff like that. I'll just put it there. That's how I'll phrase that. Um, but yeah, but no, dude, I, I, I'm, I love metal sculpture. Like I, I love going to galleries and seeing that stuff. It's really interesting. And uh, uh, Kevin Carone's stuff, the guy that Johnny was talking about that we had on the show a while back, his, his work is incredible. I mean, I, very interesting. I've always, I've always been fascinated by not just sculpture, but any piece that you look at and, you pause and you think about it. I mean, that's kind of my, even behind my builds, like that's my goal with everything I build is I want it to be something, you know, if I, if I do a piece of furniture or something and it's in your house, I want anybody that walks into your house to stop and be like, Oh, that's really cool. Where'd you get that? Or what's the story? Like, I feel like that's, if you're going to have something made, it, it should be a conversation piece. That's kind of my, theory and that's what good art is too it's something that you know you go into a gallery and there's you know hundreds and hundreds of things you want to be the one that has a crowd of people standing around and trying to figure it out so yeah i like that it's a it's a good suggestion nice well you want to challenge either james or me yeah i'll go uh i got one for you johnny so I was trying to think, I put some thought into this and I think it's tempting to be like, oh, I'm just going to come up with something that they would hate because <laughs> naturally it's something that they wouldn't do. Yeah. Like, and I didn't want to do that. I, I thought about like, what, like what, how does Johnny build things? And you do a really great job at, at building stuff. You're very thorough. Like your SketchUp models are awesome. You have cut lists. Everything is very like methodical and like step by step and organized. And, uh, I'm the complete opposite end of the spectrum. So welcome to the Thunderdome, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, and, and I've noticed uh, in the past you talked about like, kind of uh how you don't think of yourself as is as great of a designer as some of the other people out there and i think a good thing for you to try there's two things is one i think you should do a project where you use no computer software at all so no sketchup or anything uh you should draw it by hand like the design everything like if it takes you 20 pages and whatever like but i mean just rough out the idea and like go through the actual stages of of designing something with a pencil and a piece of paper and uh you know naturally i think you're gonna get you're not gonna it's gonna be uncomfortable for you because everything isn't gonna be precise into scale and 
you're going to have to, and I know James is kind of the same way as, as me to where he's like, I don't know how long it is. The next piece has just got to be the same length as the first one, you know, and it's, you know, you're not that it's going to be that bad, but, um, Oh no, that would definitely put me well outside of my typical build where I walk into the shop with a printed off cut list and yeah, and I think it would be already done. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that would be a good challenge. And I think it would, it would use a different part of your brain in the design process. And because I mean, most of the stuff that I design, like I do it in SketchUp, but I'll actually draw it out on a piece of paper first to figure out shapes and forms and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's just easy and it's fast. Um, but it doesn't have to be anything intricate. It's not like you have to build a a car, you know, like it could be a shelf or whatever. So it's not necessarily like a, a project oriented project. It's a process oriented project. And I think that would be cool. And if you're feeling up for the challenge, it'd be cool to work in some metal or welding because because you can do that, and I just don't think you have the confidence to do it. But yeah, I don't do enough of it. I it's I think mostly out of especially with the modern side. I know, I know. I think it's a lot out of well, one my my welding table currently is is a piece of you know junk. It's literally an IKEA bar table. So I always light that thing on fire when I'm welding. I didn't uh, light it on fire, and I light everything on fire. I know. Well, you only had to build, weld one leg, so that was uh, that was helpful. Uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think that's, those, those are both good. That, uh, that, that gives me some ideas. Cause I've got, basically I've got some of this quarter sawn white oak left over and I want to do some, I don't have a nightstand. Like I have to sit in my phone on the floor every night, which is very <laughs> annoying. So, you know, that's, it's like the cobbler's kids have no shoes basically. You know, it's that same kind of thing where you, us as woodworkers and furniture makers don't have the furniture we need. So I have almost nothing. Like I <laughs> yeah. have no real furniture that I've made. Like I have a shelf, that shelf and like a jewelry holder I made for my wife, but I have like no, I have no, uh, tables or chairs or anything. Yeah. That I've built. Yeah. I've been starting to build it up now that I've been doing less client work, but, but yeah, anyway, it would be cool to, Basically, I have this, you know, finite amount of oak and kind of try to squeeze out either one or two end tables or nightstands and not create a SketchUp model. That would be because uh, I haven't started to do that yet because I've just been kind of thinking of the style I want and that kind of thing. So that could be kind of cool and maybe incorporate metal because I need to put together that weldtables.com table that I have. It's still sitting on my garage floor and it's been there for like... I don't know, a long time. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. I like that. So I guess I'll go for James. Yeah. Uh-oh, I was holding off on that. Yeah, so mine has, it's kind of in a similar thread, I guess. Um, so for me, James, I know you have a big history in metalworking. And I would love to see more of that. And whether that's welding, you know, I know that like electricity is not your thing. So I realize that maybe that's not the best choice, but if that's not the case, then I think some blacksmithing would really fit well with your kind of, I don't know, aesthetic, I guess, you know, the, the way your channel works. I think even if it's something as simple as making your own cut nails or, you know, drawer pulls and that kind of stuff. I mean, you've talked about, you know, what's his name? Uh, what was it? Black Bear Black Forge? Bear Forge? Yeah. yeah. John. 
Yeah. So I, I think it would be really interesting to see your take on that stuff. I mean, you know, a basic blacksmithing setup is very inexpensive. And uh, I think that would be a cool project, a cool thing to incorporate. So yeah. I don't know. Is that something Actually, you'd be interested my, in? Uh, let's see. My cousin-in-law has a blacksmith shop and I've been thinking about going over there and doing some work in that, but uh, yeah. it might give me the reason to now. Heck yeah. I think that would be awesome. I mean, especially, especially something as simple as cut nails, you know, just add it to a project, you know, it doesn't even have to be like the whole project, but just yeah. as yeah. one little facet. I think that'd be kind of cool. So, well, and I know you used to be like a welding instructor, so I'm sure you could whip out some pretty sweet welding stuff and, you know, that could be interesting. <laughs> you just need to figure out how to do it without electricity. That's the, yeah, yeah, that's the trick. Welder. <laughs> yeah. A treadle welder. Foot power. <laughs> a metal stitcher. I'll use an yeah. explosive welder. Or yeah. Thermite, thermite welding. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah. do that. Just let just... your... Just let your BLO keep boiling and you could, uh, <laughs> you know, you'd be, you'd be there in no time. We used yeah. to use, uh, I worked for Union Pacific for a while and we used thermite to weld the, uh, the track lines to the track. It was crazy. Man, that's intense. I actually, I've seen that. I saw that on some crazy Reddit post, dudes welding, uh, railroad tracks. That was, uh, yeah, there were, it's ugly, but it, uh, gets hot enough to weld track to cable that's crazy i wish that i would have taken a box of that thermite before i left well it's not that hard to make actually no but i don't want to do that like i i'd never use it i just want i think that puts you on a list if you google how to make thermite you're like immediately on the watch list that's uh (laughs) that's it's not something to google I don't think i'd ever use it but it'd just be cool to be able to tell my friends like yeah i got a box of thermite (laughs) that would be cool yeah, if the truck if the truck project goes south, you could just uh, get a really cool viral video out of it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. That's funny. Nice. You want to change direction? Yeah, go for it, James. Okay. Um, to put you a little out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and I, originally I was going to do something very similar to what Zach was doing. I was going to have you build a pencil box without using any measuring device mm-hmm. and no butt joints. Oh, Lord. Um, so could I or, use my domino? <laughs> well, since he already kind of pushed you to the idea of not uh, designing, I think I'd rather do um, a small box, but do a single face inlay in the top. In other words, it's not something that's a, a through hole that's filled or a, a route that is filled. It's an actual inlay in the top. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. But something that's not, uh, it's not a... It, Inlaying is something that can fit any particular aesthetic. In other words, it can be very modern and basic and simple, you know, even like geometric shapes inlaid, oh, or yeah. it can be something that's very, you know, Victorian and flowery and, um, and being able to incorporate that into the design of a box, I think would be kind of an interesting. Yeah. Little well, I've build. seen some really cool, like, uh, they, they'll just take like brass flat stock and inlay little yeah. strips of that and, and turn that into like a geode the kind of geometric pattern and that would be uh that'd be pretty sweet and that sounds i like that that sounds good i'm uh i'm down with that so how can i incorporate both of these in one so that's the, that would be the real <laughs> trick is if we can incorporate both of our other co-host projects into one project that could be the one project to rule them all yes i think but, uh, i think that 
I like, I like keeping them separate. Yeah. I mean, realistically, be- both of those would be really cool. and More video topics. Well, and I've been wanting to build a, a jewelry box for my wife, and I got all this really sweet Brusso hardware. And I'm oh, just thinking, yeah. like, that brass inlay of a kind of geometric design to go with the brass hardware in, like, some walnut or something. That could be pretty sexy. That would look good. Yeah, I might have to... I'd have to give that a shot. That's good. We got to write these in the show notes because these are all good project ideas. I can't, can't forget all this. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. The dry erase board. Yep. All right. For Zach, I actually, I've got two. So the first is a project. You only get one, t- man. <laughs> well, you can pick whichever one you want. But the first is a project we actually talked a little bit about in Nashville, uh, and that is a guitar amp. Because to me, you have a bit of an unfair advantage over most of us in that you have a lot of electrical engineering experience. So I think seeing your take on a traditional guitar amp would be really cool. Uh, Whether that's, you know, crazy rustic styled or, you know, traditional Tolex wrapped or whatever you want to do. But kind of designing your own circuit industrial c channel amplifier i mean it could be very cool <laughs> weighs I mean, 400 pounds seriously that could be super cool so i mean if anybody is up for that it's you so i think that would be uh pretty awesome and then you could totally demo the crap out of it at the end and play some sweet licks and uh you know that'd be hot so i think i think that'd be a good one and my other idea was your wife uh, Tracy had expressed a lot of interest in turning at that woodworking show. Mm-hmm. So I think doing some sort of turning project that would both be your first turning project and her first turning project that y'all could somehow work together on would be really cool. Cause I think, I think that's one thing that very few of us do is incorporate our significant others into our kind of shop time. And I think it's Keep one trying of those... to get my wife to come down here and she will not she yeah, doesn't want well, to make anything. Oddly enough, turning is the only thing my wife is interested in. And I feel like I feel like a lot of wives could potentially be because it's it's much less about, you know, trying to do the measurements and all that stuff. It's much more organic and fluid and you know, you don't really have to have any other woodworking knowledge to be able to do it. So I think besides a piece of wood spinning very quickly in front of you and holding a sharp metal stick, basically, that being a little intimidating, but once you get over that I think turning is a pretty good way to do that. So, like, I love the way Peter Brown incorporates his wife into some of his projects. I think it's a really cool kind of dynamic they have. So, I think that'd be pretty cool. So, yeah, that uh, that could be fun. I've never thought. I mean, the the guitar thing, like you said, we talked about, and it's kind of been kind of been in the back of my mind for a while. Um, But it's something that I've wanted to do. I've just been kind of reluctant. But I, I like that. It's uh, definitely would make for a cool video, I think. But the uh, turning with Tracy thing, like <clears throat> I never even thought about like doing a, a joint project with my wife. That's a really cool idea. I don't know why I haven't. Yeah. Although she has been making more like ridiculous cameos in my videos <laughs> lately. I know her her grinding in a dress. That, was, <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds wrong, putting it that way. But her I'm, using the angle grinder while wearing a dress. Uh, that uh, well, she got my hopes up when she came in and you walked away, and it's like, oh, is he, she can replace you tonight. No. <laughs> that would be funny just to have her sit in and try yeah. try and answer questions like I would. 
through the podcast. Well, the Making Geeks podcast did a like wives episode one time, which was kind of interesting. Like they just had their wives as the the co hosts that week, which was kind of funny. I don't know what they talked about, but that was there was no main hosts. It was just. It was just the three of them. Like they got it going, and that was it. Left them to it. So it was kind of funny. That's that's either a great idea or an absolutely <laughs> terrible idea. I mean, it. I think it's amazing how much all of our significant others have probably picked up on, like as far as woodworking and the community and all that stuff. Just because I'm sure we all talk their ears off about it. Uh, I know, I know. My wife is sick to death, probably of hearing about woodworking and YouTube and everybody else involved in that. So, uh, in our house, we have a we have an understanding. I don't talk about woodworking in front of her, and she doesn't talk about nursing in front of her. <laughs> yeah, no, my my I wife think, talks a lot about psychologists, so I talk I, a lot about woodworking. We're, I we're think maybe that. for like one of our uh, when we hit the two hundred and fifty dollar Patreon goal, like someday down the road, I think we have to do that. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be pretty fun. Maybe a weekend I, show. I would point. definitely listen to that episode. Oh, the show. What is it? What is it like to work? What is it like to live with a woodworker? <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, yeah. For a guy that runs his own business, and uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure we all have similar stresses. That would be that'd be a pretty good one. So, yeah, that's a that's a funny one. I like that idea, but yeah, that's cool. a good idea. I, I like. I, I'd never actually considered like doing a project and having her be a part of it. Yeah, I'm sure she'd love it. I, I think she definitely seemed really interested in turning when we were in Atlanta. So yeah, yeah, that, uh, that'd be cool. So cool. Well, what you got for James? Um, okay, so I, I have this. Maybe you could, there's one part of it that I don't have figured out, um, which is the budget. But we can we can figure that out as we go. I just don't know how much. I don't. Well, I, here's here. I'll tell you the idea, and you guys can come up with a reasonable budget, but. I try. I was trying to think of something that, like, okay, what would, like, what would uh, James fans think was interesting? I feel like you're, like, one of the bastions to, like, you know, people who are entering woodworking and wanting to do hand tools. I think, like, you're one of the the best options out there for that. Um, so I was thinking, well, it could be really neat if you did a project, and the criteria is that you um, you have a set budget and you have to go buy all of the tools like at a flea market, restore them or whatever you need to do, and then build this project for like under 200 bucks or something like that. So essentially you have a budget and you start from scratch and you have to build a project. Hmm. But I don't know what that budget should be. But I think that would be neat because it would show somebody from an absolute beginner like, okay, here is... Well, one of the uh, interesting know. things about my channel is that my very first video was literally me bringing home my first hand plane and showing off my hand plane I was about to restore. Because my, my first few videos, all I had was a hand plane, a chisel, and a handsaw, and it's taking it from there through building a bench and on. But in how many videos? Yeah, and that's in like, <laughs> you know, 70-some videos, and they're all videos that were intended for me to watch and no one else, and it was kind of blew my mind that anyone else would not watch such stupid things. <laughs> well, I, I think doing it in like one concise video, like in the budget could be, I don't know. I just don't know how much it would cost for you to get whatever tools that you would need to build whatever project. But I would think that like, it'd make a really interesting I video. I could start I mean, a functional shop with 40 bucks. 
Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, but project based. So it'd be like, okay, here I am at the flea market. Here's a box of crap. I like this plane for 15 bucks. Here's a chisel for 20 bucks. Here's a handsaw for however much money. And then you need to figure out, you know, materials for the project. Go to the big box store and use wood that regular people have access to and not your limitless source of oak. Yeah. From the backyard. (laughs) Yeah. I just think, I think that would be a really cool video just from scratch. And, uh, and you know, it it would have you, you know, sharpening or whatever your planes or, you know, it just, I think it would be cool to see a project from absolutely nothing with a budget. I think it would be cool. Plus, I love videos where people are at flea markets. I don't know if I'm the only one, but like... <laughs> See, that's oh, the yeah. crazy thing. Around here, flea markets are horrible for buying hand tools. Uh-huh. But you go to like... Uh, they're worse here coast, because they're nobody nobody uh, has ever worked a day in their life in the state of Florida. <laughs> well, see, it around is... here, it's all just antique stores, and they charge like $70 for a hand plane that's like missing the iron. You know, it's it's... Because they think it's cool looking and it would be, go good on a shelf like, you know, yeah. Joanna Gaines would use, basically. That uh, fixer upper is the, the death of the antique store, I think. Yeah, well, at least you have them. Like, it's just, it's crazy here. Like, this is like the disability state. Like, nobody even knows, nobody knows what tools are. <laughs> I should just take. I should go to a pawn shop sometime and just show the the selection of tools that are available. They're like from 1994. All of them. What's the first thing I should build with basic tools? I don't know. See, that's that's a part of the. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I think that would be. That would depend. So, like, what what are you well, able they, to get from it? Usually, I tell people the first thing you should build is a bench. But yeah. I just built another bench. Yeah, you, you've <laughs> built enough benches, I think. Maybe a uh, a hand tool rack for the wall to to store your hand tools, like those ones yeah, that you could just make one of those. You yeah. know, sit the hand tools in and look all nice. I'd try and think of like something like functional that you're out. Yeah, an end table, your, maybe. Your aver- yeah, like your average Joe would be like, yeah, I, I want one of those in my house. Yeah, you know. So like, I think an end table is perfect because yeah, you can almost always find a place for an end table. Oh yeah, who who has enough end tables? Not me. That's uh, I never have enough end tables. It seems like I'm using that leather stool that I built as an end table currently, actually. <laughs> so that's funny. Cool. Well, I think that's it. So that's that's good, man. I think those are some good projects. Gonna ideas. be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to to tackle some of these. That'll be interesting. So I guess we want to move into. Uh, what we've been watching, I am totally unprepared. So, James, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I can't remember what I put down there. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> homemade Modern. Um, oh, nice. I don't know if you follow the channel. Of I'm course. Sure, you do. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, He's like my came idol, across an, an old video um, uh, filling a crack with with metal. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think it's that old. No, no, it was a couple of weeks ago. Was, was it awesome. a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. Um, that just was a was one of those mind blowing things. Like, oh, I got to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's... <laughs> Maybe I could do that for the metalworking. Yeah, yeah. That that is one thing that I have been wanting to do for a while. There's this lady in Israel, I think, that uh, does these crazy. She takes like half a log, and then creates some sort of form around it and pours molten aluminum 
and that creates like the legs of whatever she's building, like so a table or a stool or whatever. And so the aluminum like fuses and burns the bottom of the log and just, it's a really, really cool look. So yeah, I think, uh, once Kressel gets settled up here, Kressel from maker size, that's something cause that's, that's his kind of game, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. That's it's, I, I love that look. I think it's a really, really cool look. So uh, yeah, that's that's a that was a good project. And then, did you see the welded base he did for that the top, the the molten aluminum top he did? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That, that turned out really nice. I don't know how he missed that one then. Yeah. Now, Ben Ben crushes it. I, I think he's he's one of my favorite uh, channels just because a the volume of of projects he puts out is insane, but the just incredibly basic tools he uses is always just it boggles my mind uh how how good of a result he gets using some super simple tools so uh yeah it's, it's pretty awesome zach you got one or you want me to go um well i've just been mostly binging on radio lab i can't remember if that's what i said <laughs> last week or not but uh a lot of radio lab and i found this like cool old country band that's uh sam doras d-o-o-r-e-s and riley downing and the tumbleweeds is the name of the band and it's just kind of like cool old creepy country music so that's uh that's what i've been up to i guess cool well i've got one uh so i don't know you guys know jumanji the movie i'm assuming yeah. zach zach you grew up in the 90s uh, coming out with a new of one, course yeah Oh, are they coming out with a new one? Yeah. That's, I wish they wouldn't, because the original is amazing. I love well, that movie. They're supposed to do a, one of him in Jumanji, hmm. or at least that's what I understand it to be. Interesting. Well, yeah, the original is amazing. Robin Williams and, like, Kirsten Dunst back way before she was really famous, and uh, just awesome movie. But anyway, this guy, uh, Stephen Richter, a channel I'm not familiar with, he made a exact replica of the Jumanji board, like, all of the pieces working like it has magnets built in so when you throw the pieces on it like they all snap to the place they're supposed to be and i mean it's an amazing build it's like a ton of mixed mediums he uses wood to create the box but then he does all this kind of epoxy casting for all the really intricate details on the top to make it look carved and then paints it and it's awesome if uh even if you're not like familiar with them. Well, if you're not familiar with the movie, it won't be as cool, but it's a, it's a cool build regardless. So that was, uh, that was amazing. I was totally geeking out over that a couple days ago, laying in bed, watching that movie or watching that video. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome. So definitely, uh, definitely go check that one out. Also want to shout out just real quick, the fusion 360 YouTube channel. Uh, I'm trying to learn fusion to kind of, enhance my laser cutting and cnc stuff and their youtube channel is amazing and that program is free and the youtube channel obviously is free so that's uh, a really hey. great way to learn 3d modeling oh i'm trying to figure out how you guys posted stuff that was all james um oh okay here's a, to be in the chat or on the here's on the sheet here's a on facebook i sent you the link to the band that i've been listening to if you want to repost that we can't figure out how to post uh, web links to our um, well, James live chat. Can. 
James can, but James is the the Oz, the great and powerful. <laughs> like the cool. child lock is activated on my <laughs> yeah. YouTube account. Uh, that's funny. Cool. Well, I guess let's talk about favorite tool of the week. James, I see you got one. Yeah, I've got my new favorite tool. And <laughs> if people ask me, oh, what is the what is the tool you use the most in your shop? Uh, for me, it's the camera. <laughs> um, and I, I just bought the Panasonic Lumix GH5, which is the new Panasonic flagship that is phenomenally incredible. Um, you, you pay through the nose for it, but it's worth every penny. And uh, just... It's it's allowing me to do um, two camera angle shots, um, as well as I'll be able to do uh, live feed video through it much easier, and actually stream in 4K. So um, a lot of really cool things that it can do, and I could geek out about it for a while, but um, I won't. <laughs> nice, nice. Zach, you got one, or you want me to go? Um, yeah. Uh, well, mine this week is the Gas Forge, the NC. Uh, Whisper Mama yep. Forge, which is the same one that you have, Johnny. Yep, it's a great little forge. I use that. Yeah, I use that for uh, that coat hanger that I've been working on. So Nice. Yeah, that's uh, going from... So I learned to blacksmith uh, in this class on a coal forge, and it was one forge between eight guys. And going from that to that little propane forge was like just a mind blowing experience, like being able to get just precise heat to exactly where I wanted it. And knowing that like, I could not melt my workpiece. That was, that was amazing. I, and, and not going home with like black crud all in my nose. That was, uh, that was an epiphany. So yeah, I, I that's a great little forge for sure. Highly recommend that one. Uh, so my tool of the week is the festival OF 1400 router. Uh, the thing is amazing. I just love the one. The dust collection on that tool is just insane. Like I was doing uh, basically flush trimming the two pieces of plywood to each other for the, the sofa. And there was literally not like a speck of dust coming off. It has this little shroud that goes around the bit and rides up against the edge. And it just picks up every piece of dust. Uh, and then same when I was chamfering the edges, like it's just... You know, to me, routing is one of those really annoying things that creates an incredible amount of dust. And I always have to wear a face mask and it's just, I hate it. And, uh, it's, it's been a total game changer. So, and the ergonomics of that tool, you know, it's like a trigger grip rather than the whole like two knobs on either side of the tool. Uh, it also has like a trigger lock. So the router will stay running. Uh, it's, it's really nice. So highly recommend that. Uh, if if uh, if the budget allows, so to me it's one of those tools that's like not that crazy expensive. It's it's expensive, but it's not like just out of this world crazy. So cool. Well, I think that uh, is gonna do it. Unless you guys got anything else you want to add, we can move into the after party after show for all of our uh, Patreon supporters and all of our live listeners. So. Uh, I guess until next week, happy building. Thanks everybody for listening. See ya. Thanks guys.